And good afternoon to you, Central Valley. So privileged to be with you here on the Mike Douglas Show. We're here Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. And uh, again, what a privilege and an honor to sit down with you uh, and just discuss the issues of the day that affect us. Valley. We'll be here again Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 p.m. And uh, so thank you so much for spending time with me here. You know, we want to create this very comfortable and, and friendly environment where we can uh, rationally and reasonably discuss the issues of the day that directly affect you and me. Uh, that includes the joys and frustrations, the the hills, the valleys, the ups, the downs, and uh, it, it's really just a, a great opportunity for us to be able to discuss things with critical thinking and uh, w- without a lot of the, you know, a lot of people just have a lot of hatred right now, a lot of anger. And uh, so this is our opportunity to sit down together and acknowledge sometimes we won't agree, but uh, we can agree to disagree anyway, listen to each other, and uh, and depart the show as friends looking forward to the next one. Just a real quick uh, brief sketch of my background uh, in Way back when, uh, spent about 10 years in law enforcement, various, various phases of it, then was in the fire and rescue uh, uh, industry, and, and that was with uh, the state of California and also with uh, FEMA, or Urban Search and Rescue. And, uh, and then also along the way, I started my broadcast, actually uh, an avocation at age seven, uh, first time I, I sat in front of a microphone. And uh, then for the past quarter century, that sounds that sounds really long. How about the last 25 years? I've been serving vocationally as a pastor here in the greater Modesto area, pastoring two churches, and uh, honored to serve as the president, CEO, and, and co-founder of Advancing Vibrant Communities, one of the sponsors uh, of the show. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about Advancing Vibrant Communities as we get to share uh, our lives together here on the Mike Douglas Show in, uh, in coming days and weeks. Well, my friends, the vaccine is making headlines, isn't it? A lot of people talking about it, a lot of people waiting for it. In fact, uh, in, in the wee hours of this morning, I got a text from two friends of mine, and uh, they said uh, they went down to the Health Service Agency uh, office there on Scenic Drive in Modesto, uh, 800 block, and I hesitate to give this as a landmark, but there's cemeteries across the street, Acacia Cemetery and four or five others. But anyway, it's kind of a landmark to uh, to let you know where the health, save, uh, health service agency offices are. And um, they, uh, I, just, I drove by there, oh, what, three, four hours ago? Long lines. I mean, the line, the line was stretching around the building. Uh, but my friends say that uh, when they went yesterday, uh, they they got through the line in in less than two hours. Uh, they had to uh, fill out a one page form that they said was very simple, and uh, then show their ID. Uh, and now, at least in Stanislaus County, you must be a resident of the county in order to get the vaccine. And we'll talk a little bit more in just a second uh, about what tier uh, Stanislaus County anyway is operating in and uh, who is qualified to get the vaccine. You may be interested in that. You may be interested in going down there. 
they're open Monday uh, through Friday from uh, 8 to 5. Uh, just to look at the, the national view here from maybe 32,000 feet in the air, just looking globally at our nation, uh, the CDC is reporting, and this, uh, these numbers I think were as of yesterday uh, uh, in the morning, uh, over 12 million people in the U.S. have received the vaccine, and total doses distributed uh, are over 31 million. Amazing, uh, isn't it? And uh, many of you uh, may have noticed, and if you go to the CDC uh, website, if, if you have received the vaccine or if you think you, you might want to receive it, there is a way to uh, personalize your health check-ins after you receive the COVID-19 vaccine. It's called V-Safe, V as in Victor, V as in vaccine, V-Safe. And uh, the, the CDC uh, website can tell you about that. I know it's always awkward to give red websites over the air, but this is a short one. It's vsafe.cdc.gov. That's vsafecdc.gov. And uh, through vsafe, uh, you can tell, uh, you can quickly tell the CDC if you're having any side effects after getting the vaccine. And, and vsafe will also remind you to get your second uh, dose of COVID-19 uh, if you if you need one. So uh, so good information there again here in uh, Stanislaus County. Uh, it, it's happening right now, happening today. A lot of people down there uh, at uh, 830 Scenic Avenue. That's the Stanislaus County Health Service uh, Agency. Again, it's for county residents only county residents only. And here, uh, let's see, we're in uh, phase 1A. Are you getting weary of phases? <laughs> it just seems like throughout the whole COVID thing, you know, we're we're in phase this, phase that, color this, color that, and uh, sometimes it, it gets old. But anyway, they have to have some adequate uh, descriptor. Here in Stanislaus County, anyway, we're in phase 1A. By the way, are you, are, are you going to get the vaccine? Thinking about it, did you have it? How did it go? We'd be interested in hearing about that. Here's our number, which, uh, and you notice the area code uh, temporarily anyway, is, is appropriately socially distanced. It's area code 657-383-1479. That's area code 657-383-1479. And uh, we'd love to hear if you've had the vaccine, looking forward to getting it. Uh, and uh, your, your comments about the process, if you have received it. We're in Phase 1A, uh, which means that Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3 uh, are all getting vaccinated. Uh, let me run, uh, run the, the uh, qualifications down for you very quickly. Tier 1, acute care, psychiatric, and correctional facility, hospital staff, residents and staff at skilled nursing facilities, assisted living facilities, similar settings for older or medically vulnerable individuals, and paramedics, EMTs, and others that provide emergency medical services and dialysis centers. That's all Tier 1. They're also giving vaccines to Tier 2. Uh, those are 
intermediate care facilities for uh, persons need non-continuous nursing supervision and supportive care, home health care and in-home supportive services, uh, community health services, including uh, uh, promotoras, uh, public health field staff, um, primary care clinic workers like uh, rural health, health centers, correctional facility, uh, facility clinics, urgent care uh, clinics, veterinarians in that tier two as well may get the shot. And then tier three uh, as well, they're getting, uh, they're getting their shots, specialty clinics, laboratory workers, dental, oral health clinics, pharmacy staff, etc., mortuaries and people who are 65 years of age or over. So uh, there you go. If you fit in one of those categories, you may want to visit. You're listening to Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And we're back with you, Central Valley. So happy and privileged to be with you. Welcome to the Mike Douglas Show at 3 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Great to have you with us as uh, we explore the issues of the day that directly affect us, not only in California, but right here in the Central Valley of California as well. Those issues that, uh, that create angst. Those that may even create joy will be able to sit down together and uh, and talk about those. Our phone number here again: uh, if you have if you've had the COVID nineteen vaccine, we'd love to hear how it's going for you. Uh, our number here, and and if you're thinking about having it, or you're saying, nah, you know what? I just I just remember that thalidomide thing, uh, you know, decades ago. I'm not sure. I want to wait perhaps until I see how people are, are reacting to it. Maybe you're hesitant, maybe a little reticent uh, to take the vaccination. Uh, either way, if you've had it, if you're looking forward to having it, or maybe you're a little bit skeptical, love to hear from you. Let, let's talk about it. Our number here into our clandestine yet COVID-19 compliant and safe studio is... Area code 657-383-1479. Kind of rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Area code 657-383-1479. And you're always welcome to email me as well. It comes directly to me. Uh, happy to hear your, your thoughts in between shows as well. You can email me at Mike on thirteen sixty at gmail.com. That's Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. Once again, the phone number to call here, 657-383-1479. You know, interesting uh, headline coming out of Los Angeles about the uh, distribution of vaccines. And look, my friends, anytime uh, that, that you have to serve Thousands and thousands and thousands, and of course, when we're talking about uh, uh, the country as a whole, millions and millions of people, the logistics are tough. I, I don't care who's doing it. Logistics are always tough, and I always try to show some grace in, in my analysis of how those things are going. Uh, and, and so any time we have to vaccinate so many people in a relatively short amount of time, 
Uh, it, it, it's a minor miracle, really, and, and you have to credit uh, the current uh, Trump administration with what it has done to uh, facilitate that. And so, uh, but, he, but here's a interesting headline out of L.A. County. Uh, this is from uh, KBC, a, a news station, uh, television station down there. Los Angeles County Supervisor Janice Hahn says she wants a system that would make sure that any unused COVID-19 vaccines are given out and not thrown away before they expire. Well, that's interesting. Uh, This uh, article here says her suggestion comes after a report, unused doses being discarded, which the county, though, denied. Uh, So she's uh, advocating setting up an infrastructure to notify people 65 and older uh, if if there's a slot open to get vaccinated. So so nothing is is wasted. But that's apparently that that's not a confirmed issue. But uh, apparently there was a report that unused vaccinations, unused doses were being discarded. And, of course, you know, there's a obviously a, a dollar. Uh, the, the, there's a dollar issue involved in that, but, uh, you know, there, there's also the waste of the particular, uh, of the particular vaccine. And, and that's something I think that that's very, very wor- worrisome. Well, let's, uh, let's talk to, uh, Tony. Uh, he, he doesn't want to take the vaccine. Uh, Tony, welcome to the Mike Douglas show. And, and uh, let us know what, why you're a little bit reticent about that. Uh, well, um, I, I uh, got a lot of vaccines in the Army, and um, mm. they caused a lot of problems for me. Um, you know, a lot of uh, anxiety and stress, and um, there's nothing you can really do about it uh, as far as, you know, like – legal and stuff like that. There's laws or statutes or whatever it is against uh, suing vaccine manufacturers. Um, there's, there, there's so many side effects, uh, autoimmune disease. A, a lot of people that I love have autoimmune and it's from um, aborted baby uh, stem cells that are put in vaccines to make them viable. And the human body doesn't like other people's DNA in it. And so the body attacks itself causing a lot of problems and uh, people go to the doctor and nobody can figure it out. Um, and it's, it's, there's a ton of problems that it causes. So I'm, I'm so, totally against it. Yeah. Tony, it sounds like uh, your, your chemistry just does not deal with uh, vaccines very well. And you said you were in the, uh, in the army. Is that right? Right. Well, sir, thank you for your service. We appreciate uh we appreciate what you've done for our country. Uh, give us a so. Here's here's the question, Tony, and 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 you've referenced it a little bit and uh, just a moment ago. What if this becomes mandatory? I mean, I, I would assume that uh, the lawsuits would be filed and such, but uh, I, I would imagine for uh, for you and and many others who have. Um, the, the chemistries that do not respond well to these vaccines, that would be somewhat of a nightmare uh, to look at for you, wouldn't it? If, if, if that becomes mandatory. 
I I'm not gonna get it. You know, it's it's uh, th- this vaccine's a whole lot worse. Um, the the Moderna, the the MOD RNA. People don't mm-hmm. understand what that itself means. Um, yeah, and as far as the lawsuits, the the new the new statutes are already in place. You already can't sue them. There, there's already no they they they've already bolstered themselves against being liable uh, legally, which uh, well, they'll be liable, but uh, against being able to be sued in court. It's already gone through. People, you can find it. It's, it's You can't sue them already, uh, all the injuries that, that will happen. But um, Moderna, RNA, people don't remember, you know, RNA stands for ribonucleic acid. It tells the mm-hmm. DNA, dinucleic acid, where to go. Um, why would you, why would they need to? So Moderna, M-O-D, RNA, uh, says for modifying, modifying RNA. Why would you need to modify RNA? Well, people think, oh, it's, it's too, uh, so you can't have the receptor to receive uh, the virus or something like that, which is nuts. But in the, uh, the trials, they had people that had quotes. They said, oh, you killed God. Well, it, it cut out sections of DNA um, in those uh, test humans, and they felt a, a disconnection from God, which is really weird. How did they figure out how to do that? I don't know, but they did, and, and the, the test subjects displayed that, which is awfully scary. Yeah, uh, so it sounds like, Tony, I mean, uh, for you, it, it's not just your chemistry and your response to it. Uh, it sounds like you have some some deeper philosophical issues uh, w- with it as well. Uh, do you have any friends or, or family members that are interested in, in taking a vaccine or have taken it, or most of the people around you, are they uh, are they not interested? Yes, I, I, I have people that I know that, got the vaccine. They haven't gotten it very long ago and other people that are interested in having it. And I've talked to them and said, you know, look at, look at these different things that happen to people uh, with other vaccines that, that these other vaccines have been around a lot longer and look at all the, the problems. I have a buddy of mine. Um, he actually went paralyzed for a little while. Um, mm. He came out of it, you know, thank God, but he got, a, I'm not even sure which vaccine he was getting. It was years ago. And, you know, those are the vaccines. They've, they've actually gone through the testing. They've actually been around right. for a while and, and people being able to see what's going to happen. And I'm not sure how, how many hours he couldn't walk or whatever. But you can see other other people that are having seizures, major major issues with this current vaccine and the, the tongue twitching stuff going on and it's like within yeah. a short period of time. Tony, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about and I apologize for interrupting you. Uh, uh, we have to go uh, in the interest of getting to the other side of our sure. hour here. Tony, thanks so much for your call. We really uh, appreciate it. You're listening to the Mike Douglas show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Next up, Chris Bish. Chris Bish, uh, she filed for a permit to have a uh, have a, a protest up in Sacramento. They said no. We'll find out how in a moment. And uh, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you. Thanks for being with us here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Well, coming up this weekend, uh, Chris Bish had a great thought about having a, a pro-Trump rally 
uh, went through the hoops that one needs to jump through uh, to get there. And uh, it looked like things were in place. And then suddenly, nope, uh, the permit was denied. And Chris, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for being with us. And uh, let, let's just start with, with some background, uh, Chris. Uh, what was your thought in, in terms of this pro-Trump rally? And uh, what happened after it appeared that uh, the permit was going to go through? Okay. Well, first, thank you for having me on the show, and hello to everybody out there. Um, I, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Okay. So uh, basically what happened was, you know, it, it wasn't just a pro-Trump rally. I am running for Congress in Sacramento. Uh, I already had my first round. Uh, wasn't successful there, but we're still fighting that. That's another interview. But um I'm running for Congress again in 2022 up here in the Sacramento uh, area, and uh, I wanted to be able to promote that campaign. This is my third attempt to get a permit at the Capitol, and it is the third time that I have been turned down. Now, I'm not sure if it's because of my political position uh, running as a Republican why I was turned down, I've attended much larger events at the Capitol that were permitted, including a, a big Christian concert out there. So um, this goes to my lawsuit that I had filed with uh, Harmie Dillon and Mark Moyser. It's, you know, why are you turning these down? I'm trying to comply um, in this uh, permit. They denied me saying that the crowd was too large. Um, yet I was at an event in September where, you know, CHP said we had 3,000 people. I was at that event. It was more like 10,000 people that were there. And uh, it, it was a beautiful, peaceful uh, event. Everything was clean. For my event on Saturday, I went to great lengths to make sure that everyone that attended would be safe within the barriers that are around the perimeter of the Capitol. I addressed parking for uh, handicapped and people with physical limitations. Um, we had set it up so that there would be an ingress and egress through one side of the Capitol so we could control who was coming in, keep everybody safe, control traffic. Um, I went to great lengths to make sure that we would follow the can uh, COVID mandates by putting up A-frames recommending that people wear masks, recommending that people socially distance. Um, I think this is all an overreaction. Well, Chris, it sounds like uh, you went uh, even overboard in terms of, of meeting the anticipated uh, requirements and those probably that were in print as well. That, that, that's got to be frustrating to have this type of result. Well, it's it's just I think it's being silenced. It's they're they're trying to keep a, opposing viewpoints off of the Capitol grounds. It, it is the people's house, and we have a right to uh, address our our grievances. And there's no fee for being on the Capitol. You have to accept when you apply for these permits. You have to accept the liability and the responsibility of the people that you are inviting to attend your event. So I was working within the parameters that they had. They wanted me to limit it to 200 people, the CHP, and uh, told me that they were expecting other events to go on on the outside of the barrier, which seemed that it would be absolutely reasonable to 
that I had asked for that perimeter barrier to remain in place. Um, you know, we can't protect everybody, you know, can't put everybody in a helmet or put them in a bubble. Um, and uh, democracy is, it can be messy, but it's necessary. But the police had an obligation to control the crowds. We went through this entire summer uh, watching um, domestic terrorism going on, burning our city. They didn't do anything to stop them. I applied for a permit to do this legally, lawfully, and safely, yet I'm the one that was stopped. Well, Chris, uh, just very quickly, uh, what were the rationales for denying the other two permits? You referenced uh, two before this. Uh, they, they were claiming COVID. Okay, so it's all COVID-19 related. They're, all, they're saying it's all COVID-19, but um, like I said, I attended one there on September, I believe it was September 20th for a Christian concert. Um, like I said, CHP said there were 3,000. I was at the event. I would say it was between eight and 10,000, and they were allowed to put up a full stage sound equipment, big screen LED TVs. And um, it went off fabulously. It, 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 like, it, um, uh, it was what? clean. It was beautiful. There was a lot of people there. And it went out without a hitch. And I'm going to throw this out there about all of the, the COVID. Um, I have not heard any news reports from that event, which I think is closer to 10,000, that there was mass spreading going on, that tens of thousands of of the people that were there got sick. I have not heard of one person that got sick. And we were praying and we were singing and we were, it, it was fellowship. We were all together. Uh, Chris, uh, have, have you gotten the word out? Are people aware now that uh, the, the rally is off? How, how have you handled that? I didn't put the word out that the rally was on. I didn't advertise it. I didn't put I anything about it. I had applied for the permit first. Uh, Chris, there there was a, uh, a quote, and, and maybe it was a paraphrase, and I just want to allow you the uh, or offer you the opportunity to respond to it. Uh, the quote or the paraphrase saying, "Anyone who shows up anyway is uh, just a troublemaker, not a supporter of the president." Uh, do you want to respond to that? Was it was that accurate? Uh, it, it was pretty accurate. It, it was. It was pretty accurate. Um, it was anybody, not just supporters of the president if you show up at these events now that they they've gone to these extents calling out the military fencing everything in the president went went on the air from the oval office asked his supporters not to show up because they're worried about violence and if um this was all after i put my permit in but if you've been asked to stay home then stay home and anybody, regardless of your political opinion or how this election went, you have no business going out there. You're going to get what you deserve. Well, Chris, thank you uh, for taking the time to stop by and, and uh, share that process with us. Again, uh, you have a federal lawsuit uh, uh, pending, and we'll uh, be interested to in seeing how that, uh, that uh, shakes out in the end. Again, thank you for dropping by, and uh, we appreciate your honesty and forthrightness and letting us know how you <laughs> feel about that. Again, Chris Bish, thank you so much for uh, joining us today on, on the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for being here. All right. Thank you very much.
Well, friends, there there you go. Issues of the First Amendment. Uh, what do you think about that? We can talk about that coming back uh, here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And we're going to be back in just a moment. And welcome back, Central Valley. So good to have you with us here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Interesting conversation a couple of minutes ago with Chris Bish, uh, who had uh, applied for that permit uh, to have a a rally. And it sounds like it was a a mixed-purpose rally, uh, in some ways pro-Trump, and in other ways uh, she is running for Congress as well. The point being, though, uh, in terms of First Amendment issues, uh, her, her permit appears to have uh, appeared to have rather uh, been approved, and then uh, using well, I want to say an excuse using the foundation. Let's 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 say, let's say that using the foundation of of COVID-19 and the uh, possible COVID-19 issues of having too many people show up. Uh, that became one of the main reasons for her uh, having her permit denied by the uh, California Highway Patrol. Uh, and, and I'm not making a, a comment about the CHP at all. Uh, again, I'm a former a uh, member of law enforcement and all that. But let me say in general, it just seems to me in general that uh, over the past uh, couple of months, year, we've blamed a lot of decisions on COVID-19. And I think the reality we always need to remember as we analyze these decisions is that it's not COVID-19 that is making these decisions. It's public policy and the public policy may And we need to hold them accountable. We need to ask questions, not necessarily we have to be in an adversarial relationship, uh, but we we do have the responsibility to uh, to ask questions. Uh, Why? And uh, to bring up the First Amendment. Uh, there, there are some uh, interesting issues involved there. Uh, getting back to our earlier discussion about uh, co- the COVID-19 and, and vaccines, uh, again, my, my email here is mikeon1360 at gmail.com, mikeon1360 at gmail.com. Uh, Joan writes in today. She says, I'm way over 65 in good health, had the flu once in my life. So I'm waiting, waiting to see how this vaccine works over a longer term and want folks who have health issues to get the meds now. I feel like I can wait for a while. And then she uh, adds to uh, uh, for all of us to to practice the uh, the common sense things we've been asked to do. So I think a lot of people uh, may be in, in that situation. Maybe you are as well. Uh, you're waiting to see how it uh, how it comes out. And again, uh, driving down Scenic Drive today, looking over at the Stanislaus County Health Agency, 
They're open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And uh, if uh, if you're over 65, let, let me just say that is a pretty broad uh, demographic within our area. If you're uh, over 65 uh, years of age, 65 or older, uh, you're qualified to get the vaccine. And that's at 830 uh, Scenic. Drive, if you want the landmark, uh, the cemeteries are across the street there on, on Scenic. And uh, again, driving by today, just a long line of people wrapping around the building. Uh, two friends of mine uh, did it yesterday, and they said they got through that line under two hours. And a fairly uh, simple process. Uh, just uh, fill out a one-page form and then uh, give them uh, your, your ID. You do, by the way, uh, if you're going to that particular clinic. Uh, in Modesto, you do have to be a resident of, uh, of Stanislaus County. How can you find out more about that? Well, let me give you a website here in, uh, in just a moment. If you have a comment or two about that, about waiting for the vaccine or, or not, or maybe looking forward to it, or if you maybe want to comment a little bit about Chris Bish and uh, uh, her denial of the permit, that obviously she will not be at a rally uh, this weekend up in Sacramento. You're welcome to give us a call here on the Mike Douglas Show. Area code 657-383-1479. Area code 657-383-1479. Now, again, at this clinic in Stanislaus County, uh, the, the, the broad perspective is if you're 65 years of older uh, or older, uh, you can go there and, uh, and obtain the, uh, the vaccine. Uh, the, the process in Stanislaus County started uh, oh, about a month ago on December 17th. Uh, there are uh, a couple of phases involved here and a couple of tiers involved in each phase, and those tiers determine what people are able to obtain uh, the vaccine. And again, right now, broad brush, 65 years or older, uh, you are qualified to do that if you're a a resident of Stanislaus County. For more information, uh, and uh, you want to jot this down if you you have an opportunity for uh, more information, you can go to their website, the health agency here in Stanislaus County, at S-C-H-S-A, Stanislaus County Health uh, Services Agency. That's what that stands for. S-C-H-S-A dot org slash coronavirus slash vaccine. Again, S-C-H-S-A dot org slash coronavirus slash vaccine. And uh, there's there's, uh, quite a good. Uh, amount of information there about how to obtain the uh, the vaccine and uh, whether you're uh, one of those who are uh, qualified to get it. And again, I think one of the uh, the issues involved here with uh, with the vaccine and, and and those who are are waiting now. And by the way, my my wife is a uh, nurse practitioner, and neither one of us are in a great hurry uh, to get the vaccine. Uh, in fact, uh, we've heard uh, from law enforcement personnel locally and uh, fire and rescue personnel locally as well that uh, some of them are in no rush to take uh, the vaccine as well. 
Uh, I think there are a lot of reasons for that. Some of those we've we've heard today from callers and uh, and such, and that and that is we don't know. We're we're, we're trusting that uh, the FDA is is right, and we're trusting that this is safe, but. I got to tell you, over, over the past uh, past year, as revelations have have come to light, uh, there's um, there's an eroding trust of a lot of levels of government, and uh, I think that may be playing into it as well. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, how many people take advantage of it. Uh, again, nationwide, uh, it seems to be uh, on a roll. Uh, nationwide, twelve million. 279,180 people have received the first dose. Uh, total doses distributed, uh, 31,161,075. Uh, uh, total doses distributed, that's as of uh, yesterday morning. And uh, there is, by the way, a uh, an app, I guess, uh, a resource that you can use called VSafe as in vaccine, uh, vaccination safe, vaccine safe, V-safe. Uh, it's a smartphone-based tool, of course, that uh, gives you personalized health check-ins after you get your uh, original COVID vaccine dose. And uh, through this V-safe app, apparently, you can uh, quickly inform the CDC if you have any side effects after getting the vaccine. And uh, alternately, the, the V-Safe uh, is also going to remind you to get your second COVID-19 vaccine dose if you need it. Now, here's how to find out that information. It's at vsafe.cdc.gov. CDC, uh, as in Centers uh, for Disease Control, that's vsafe.cdc. Dot gov. And uh, again, we thank you so much for being part of our, uh, our new opportunity to here to visit uh, Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 p.m. here on the Mike Douglas Show. Again, my privilege to have been involved in uh, law enforcement and uh, also uh, hazmat. Got tired of dealing with uh, glowing in the dark after that for a, for a while. And, uh, and also uh, now for the past uh, 25 years uh, as a vocational minister here in the, uh, here in the uh, Modesto area and the president of Advancing Vibrant Communities. Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, a wonderful nonprofit. What we do is we research needs in the community. We verify them. We triage them, so to speak. And, uh, and then we go back and we find volunteers like you, who uh, are interested in meeting those needs. And you can uh, find out more about that at VibrantCommunities.org, VibrantCommunities.org. Chad Benson is next up today at 4 and uh, on Monday. Dr. Michael Wright will be here to discuss the effects of COVID-19 and how they affect us. I'm Mike Douglas. Thanks for joining us today on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.